live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. We've got the NGOs now taking the illegals. Huge money-making operation. It's a location between Eagle Pass and Kamado in Maverick County where the illegals are being processed. These are the so-called asylum seekers, basically trained by the NGOs that are operating this double-decker massive bus right here that are taking these illegals to their next stop all across the country. This facility is enormous. From the front here, you really can't tell. What's that? On the other side of the street? All right, thank you. Say I can't be on this side of the street as our country's being invaded. Oh my gosh. I can't be on this side of the streets. So I have to come over here. This facility, let me just give you the facts. This facility is designed to handle about three to 4,000 people. Right now, Maverick County is getting three to 4,000 people per day sometimes. That means within 24 hours, they have to be cycled through. These buses are nonstop flowing from these facilities. What happens is they catch them at the border, they turn themselves in. These are the people that wanna get caught. Sometimes now they're being paroled on the Mexico side. They're being processed, they come across, they get sent to this facility, and I have some video over at the backside just to give you an idea of how big this place is. It's massive. These tents are hundreds of feet long. What we're being told is they're having to expand now because they're running out of room. Uh, this facility was designed for three to 4,000, but they're getting that number of people per day. They have to cycle through the people within about 24 to 48 hours just to keep the place from overfilling. We're, we're told that sometimes they have upwards of 6,000 people in this one facility. And this is one location, Maverick County, small county in Texas, where they're getting three to 4,000 illegals crossing every single day. Now, these are the ones that turn themselves in, the fake asylum seekers that have been taught by the NGOs in the United Nations to say the right words to get into America. But what's happening, these guys are simply the distraction for the cartel members, the drug traffickers, the human traffickers, and the potential terrorists that are being smuggled outside of these corridors. While Border Patrol is wasting their resources here, NGOs are getting rich, cartels are getting rich, and America's getting invaded. And right outside the tent city, I'm told this is the cold storage unit that they had to purchase to hold the dead bodies of the illegals that didn't make it. This is Joe Biden's America. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Ben Berkwam of Frontline America and Real America's Voice News. And yes, he is 100% right. This is Joe Biden's vision and the left's, Marxist left's vision for America. And the fact that there was a, uh, a storage container that supposedly was housing the dead bodies of the illegals that came through and didn't make it during their time there. Absolutely disgusting. And if that is not 
If that is not an invasion of our southern border, then I don't know what is. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot broadcasting, as always, from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is a pleasure and an honor to be here with you Monday through Friday, 11 p.m., 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. every single day, except for today. This is our one Friday. Well, we really had a show at 9 a.m. for the new Rise Up uh, podcast, but uh, this there's no 5 p.m. show today. Uh, but we do have Mike Crispy Unafraid coming up next, and then Anna Perez. Wrong think right after that. Ben Berkwam has been at the forefront of bringing to light the southern border invasion. Okay, and why we call it an invasion, even though it is not a full on military invasion. Number one, we cannot vet these people at all. So we don't know if they're from military, if they're from militia, if they're criminals, if they're coyotes, if they're cartel, if they're murderers, if they're rapists, if they're MS-13, if they're drug uh, mules. We don't know who they are. We don't know who they are. There could be one, there could be 10, there could be 100, there could be thousands. We don't know. So because of the fact that we don't know, and there are millions of people pouring across the border, the likelihood of some of what I said being in there is probably 100%. So that would right there tell me, whoa, we've got to stop the border. But outside of that, the invasion, where the invasion comes through is it is illegal, It is illegal to come here even one person illegally. We have millions of people coming here illegally. And just so happens to be that the people that are coming here illegally are the people that are being uprooted by the Biden administration and those who are not uprooted by the Biden administration across seas and and, and abroad. uh, They're sent back. Isn't that weird? The ones that are coming here to escape communism? They're actually getting sent back. Cubans are being sent back. Venezuelans are being sent back. But you know who's not being sent back? All of the people that are coming here from uh, war-torn countries or that have been uprooted by the uh, United States involvement in something. It's all an invasion. And I like to thank Ben Berkwam for his time on that border. Because without him, most of us would not know what in the HE double hockey sticks is going on there. Now, let me get back to this morning. So uh, most of you know who tuned in this morning. I did a special live 9 a.m. Rise Up podcast, okay? And it was pretty much an hour long, a little, little less than an hour long. And I was filling in because Antonio Sabato Jr. will no longer be doing a podcast uh, here on LFA TV. And... Reason for that, Antonio is got. He's a very, very busy man. He's got other businesses as well. This was his first stab at it, and he's got. He goes away and he does a lot of uh, on-site um, uh, movie productions. He still does movies, so he's doing a lot of on-site, uh, you know, acting and this, that, and the other. And t- this podcast going forward for him was isn't worth. Uh, his time because his time is worth more other places and I just am not in a position to be able to pay and over and come back and say well what if I give you you like this much money to stay here I can't do that so unfortunately uh, for right now that nine o'clock hour will be vacant and while it is vacant I will be doing a my rise up morning rise up podcast because a lot of people don't know uh, if you don't know, now you know, ladies and gentlemen, the Rise Up Coffee is finally out. I, uh, you always knew there was going to be a podcast 
uh, that accompanied this, uh, where we go through morning devotional and we actually talk about how um, you know the spiritual the spiritual world that we're in it coincides with the cultural war uh, world that we're in coincides with the way our society is shaped uh, is shaped and coincides with the way our children are being raised. So we were going to always do a morning podcast anyway called Rise Up, where we enjoy some of this great Rise Up coffee here at LFA TV that we've spent almost a year in the making. So glad that it's finally here, but we can also go through and talk, dive in a little bit more uh, to the great B-I-B-L-E, ladies and gentlemen, and how it actually, uh, how we actually put it into place in our politics, in our society, in our culture, in our schools, and how we get it back in there. It's a little different, quite a bit different, actually, than Live from America. So if you did miss that, please go back and watch it this morning. The thumbnail is... um, uh, I, I believe it is a, a sunrise uh, with a cross and Jesus on the cross. Uh, please go and back and watch that morning podcast. And I will be doing those in the meantime until we shape what LFA TV is going to be next year. Now, to give you a quick um, 5,000 foot overview, next year we're going to be adding two more daily shows. Okay, Um, Isabella Riley Moody, who was on our election coverage and who's been a guest on Mike Crispy's Unafraid. She will have a show here. Anna Perez will be moving in January from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Isabella will be at 4 p.m. And then my show, obviously, will be at 5 p.m. We're also going to be covering uh, conservative events, TPUSA events, um, CPAC events. We're going to be covering Trump rallies. We're going to be covering concerts, uh, uh, patriotic constitutional uh, American uh, concerts uh, in the music business, and we are going to be covering the Freedom Fight Night MMA events live on location because they are all about um, fundraising for conservative candidates and getting behind conservatives, big Trump supporters, and they're starting their own fight league. They've done three of them now, Freedom Fight Nights, and we're going to be also broadcasting them. So we've got a lot of changes coming up, and I just kind of wanted to give you guys an idea of what's going to be happening here on LFA TV in the next year in 2023, okay? Um, As far as the coffee, we don't have decaf yet, and we don't have the little K-cup pods yet, but we're going to get there, all right? It It was hard enough to get the two coffees out, Those are there now on JeremyHarrell.com. Check them out. Now, it looks like we've got a birthday here. It is Vet's birthday. So let's sing happy birthday to Vet. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Vet. Happy birthday to you. Lulu Red says, we can't watch videos all day. Some of us have to work. Yes, I know. The live video will not be able to uh, be watched all day long as we have, you know, all day programming. But you'll be able to go back and watch them later on your own time. And you can rumble the videos then. And you can even, uh, you know, share in on the, on the comments that are being made uh, later on. So... Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all very much. It's time to go to the Lord. Now, this morning, this morning, the verse of the day that we went through on the Rise Up podcast was Jeremiah 119. And I will ask you, if you really want to dig in deep to Jeremiah 119, go back to the morning podcast and, and watch that, at least the first half, because you're going you're gonna to be lifted up like you never have before. What a fire show that was this morning, Okay. Jeremiah 119, they will fight against you, but will not win for I am with you and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 119. Now I want to really break this down for you kind of the way we did on the show this morning. God is incapable of lying. God does not mislead you. God's words are very deliberate and they're very matter of fact. 
So now that you um, have that in your mind, let me go back and read this. They will fight against you, but but will not win. That doesn't say they should fight against you. They could fight against you. They may fight against you. That doesn't say that you could win, you should win, or you might win. It says they will fight against you, and you will win. Amen? For I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 119. What a super powerful verse. What a super powerful message. And does that not coincide exactly with what we're going through politically, culturally, and, and, and in our society right now? And I'm sure every generation can say that same thing. But that's the great thing about the B-I-B-L-E. The basic instructions before leaving Earth is that it is relevant every second of every day all the time. So ladies and gentlemen, we are in this fight. They will fight against us. They will not win. We will because we have the Lord. And you know that that hat that I have on JeremyHerald.com and what we say all the time is you can't beat God. You can't beat God, and hence, you won't beat Trump. You can cheat him, but you can't beat him. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please remove your hats, and let's have our uh, Lord's Prayer today all together from the LFA family, from your lips to God's ears, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to really focus on the cross. I want you to focus on the week we've had. I want you to look back at the week in news. I want you to see our wins, and I want you to see where God has intervened in our lives, okay? All right, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We are stronger than ever. We are more united than ever here on this LFA family. In this LFA family, we're making big differences. We're changing lives. And we are literally, ladies and gentlemen, hovering around $70,000 that we collectively have raised and sent out to people in need. Not Not people overseas, not people that we don't know, not people that somebody drives us to, people right here in this LFA family to pay mortgage to fix leaks in the roofs, to pay off bills, to pay medical bills, to fix a car, to fix whatever they need. And we've made, we've made a difference. It's amazing what we can do when we're united. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, get uh, ready for our first and foremost section of the day. Uh, But before we get ready, I want to make sure that each and every one of you not only have a full cup of coffee, but that each and every one of you have your field of greens shaken up, mixed up and ready to go because you're going to need all the energy that you can muster, not only for this show, but for Mike Crispy's Unafraid show and Anna's show right after that, going into this weekend. Let's finish strong, ladies and gentlemen. So whether you've got your wild berry, whether you've got your regular, whether you've got your raw, or whether you've got your lemon lime, it is time to uh, jack up on some field of green. So let's do that now. And you can join in on this challenge. Lose weight, feel great, and uh, actually feel the way God intended you to feel by getting all of your daily fruits and vegetables by going to fieldofgreens.com using the promo code LFA. Are you ready? I'm ready. I know the LFA family ready is ready. If there's any newcomers, please rumble this video and share this out because your friends have probably never seen a show like this. Here we go. First and foremost, lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp. Mm -mm -mm. Field of greens and coffee. It doesn't get any better than that. 
Here we go. First and foremost, election lawsuits are piling up by the dozens in Arizona as counties, candidates, and individuals challenge the 2022 debacle of an election in Arizona, which we now know that they stole and exactly how they stole it. We went through that two days ago here on LFA when we talked about the 30 and 40,000 ballots that were sent out with wrong zip codes on purpose. And then those ballots were collected and the zip codes were changed and used and it was not uh, reported electronically. So nothing could be done about it and nobody knew about it. But now we know, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to do something about it. And unfortunately, Arizona law requires an election to be certified before these lawsuits can actually be taken up in court. So let's get into that story. Here we go. One lawsuit seeks to prevent the certification of the 2020 election, 2022 election, which is supposed to happen next Monday. As the 2022 midterm election is nearing certification in Arizona, lawsuits and court rulings are piling up amid continuing revelations of myriad failures of the administration of the election in Maricopa County, which counts for 60% of the votes in that state. After Maricopa County experienced a host of problems, which was not by accident, but was definitely on purpose, strategically put in place by Richer and the rest of the losers there at the, M, uh, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, at many of its vote centers, one county subsequently chose uh, not to certify its election by Monday deadline, while another county certified under duress. However, ladies and gentlemen, since this story has dropped, the county that they're talking about that did not certify, which is Cochise County, has certified under uh, threats, which we'll get to next. Okay? Um, the, uh, the first guy there at the Mojave County Board of Supervisors, um, remember, he said, we were instructed by our attorneys that if we did not canvass the election, that we would be facing possibly a Class 6 felony, which is four months or up to five and three-quarter years in prison. One of the supervisors at Mojave County Board, Chairman Ron Gould, said, now we showed him doing that uh, right after he did that. We played that video just days ago, two or three days ago. I think it was three days ago at this point, all right? Now, Gould revealed that he's seeking the Arizona Attorney General's opinion regarding Hobbs' claim that supervisors who decline to certify face criminal liability. He says, we're going to try to get the attorney's general opinion. Is this the proper interpretation of the law? We might find out just from the way the judge behaves towards Cochise County because they're going through essentially what we thought might happen here in Mojave. Meanwhile, a lawsuit against Hobbs and the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors to prevent state certification of the election for statewide office in Arizona is set to have its first hearing today. The date for, st- for certification is Monday the 5th at 11, or no, the, the court will be, hearing will be today at 11.30 a.m. It is scheduled to be certified next week, okay? There are many other lawsuits as well, lawsuits from Carrie Lake, lawsuits from Mark Fincham, lawsuits from Abe Hamaday, lawsuits from so many others, ladies and gentlemen, including including citizens there in the state of Arizona. Everybody knows what's happening. Nobody's going to sweep this one under the rug. And I have a feeling, ladies and gentlemen, that we're in for a long, hard fight. Long story short, the people of Arizona need to rise up and not allow the illegal transfer of power to happen once again. We all saw what happens when you allow the illegal power of transfer to happen, or illegal transfer of power to happen. Uh, Good morning, Terry Sue. We did get your email last night. I did read it. I'm sorry I have not responded, ladies and gentlemen. uh, Just to give you a quick update, what happened to Terry Sue is she cannot get the money back. 
She cannot get the money back because she wasn't hacked and stolen. She was hacked and scammed. And she feels so incredibly embarrassed. But the worst part about it is, is that they lost their life savings. They lost their, they lost their life savings of $17,000. So Terry, next week, the Live from America family is going to do what we can to help replace that $17,000 by the kindness of our hearts and the kindness of whatever wall, <laughs> the kindness that still resides in any of our wallets that's left. Uh, we're going to try to help out, okay? Uh, I do not want to start collecting money for that today, ladies and gentlemen. We are not geared up and ready to keep track of what money's coming in for Terry or not. That's why Monday morning, we're going to wake up here on LFA, and we're going to start raising money for Terry. Every dollar that we raise on Monday throughout all of the shows will be for Terry. And by the way, Lisa and Sterling, we sent out another $2,000 check from you, for you from the Slurp Fund. You should be receiving that today. We are going to take care of our own here. We're not going to let each other fall down into the dumps. We're here to lift each other up. And by any means necessary, we will do that. And the same thing needs to happen state by state with these corrupt officials. Amen? If you agree and you have not liked this video yet, you darn well better sure like it. And if you don't have a profile, then you should get a profile because you are preventing us from moving forward as one unit in Christ's body. As much as you don't think so, you are. We need you. We need your help. Terry, we're going to do that, period. You don't have a say-so in the matter. We do not let our people fall here. We just don't. Moving on, a corrupt Obama-appointed judge in Arizona, the same judge that removed Ben Berkwam and Jordan Conradson from the Maricopa County press briefings, has now sanctioned Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham over the lawsuit banning voting machines. I'm telling you, the corruption is deep. The swamp thinks it's going to win. Excuse me, but it's not. But it's not. Obama judge John Tucci, Douchey, uh, anyway, in Arizona, ruled in favor of Maricopa County Board of Supervisors on Thursday to sanction Carrie Lake and sanction Mark Fincham. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Like they're really afraid of your sanctions. You have no power anyway because you're illegitimate. For exercising their right to petition Maricopa County. Isn't that something? We don't sanction Katie Hobgoblin, do we? No, no. We don't sanction her. We don't sanction her for not recusing herself and stealing an election for her. We don't sanction her for threatening people to put them in prison for exercising the duty that they are given to them by the power of the people that elected them. No, 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 no. No. We sanction Carrie Lake. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's get into this story. Maricopa County is weaponizing the legal process, and they're taking a cue from the DOJ. If you do not think that the DOJ is behind this, helping them in every step of the way, then you might just be a numbnuts. Maricopa County is weaponizing the legal process against conservatives and so-called election deniers, which we're going to talk a little bit about on the Democrat side here in a little while, to intimidate law-abiding Americans. John Tucci is the same federal judge who recently ruled that Maricopa County was justified in discriminating against Jordan Conradson and Ben Berkwam. However, that lawsuit has now gone to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, and I have a feeling that they're going to get that uh, their press credentials given to them. Tucci waited six days until Wednesday afternoon, the day before Thanksgiving, to announce his ruling on the case between Gateway Pundit with Jordan Conradson and the Maricopa County in Arizona. Similarly, Tucci waited until now to sanction Lake and Fincham, 
seemingly to discredit any election challenges after the Senate certifies the corruption uh, Monday. Carrie Lake's lawsuit against Katie Hobbs to prohibit the use of electronic voting machines in the 2022 midterm elections was dismissed in August by Tucci, alleging that Lake did not have the standing to bring the case. Let me ask you a question there, numbnuts, judge loser. If Carrie Lake doesn't have standing in an election that she is in to give her the governorship or her opponent, then how does she not have standing, you ultimate loser? I'm a loser. Ultra loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. These, um, these people are, uh, they're all going to pay the ultimate price when they meet the ultimate judge. I can tell you that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've not liked this video, I strongly encourage you to do so and share it too. Sharing is just as, just as important, if not more important, okay? Because some people will share and not like, which really doesn't, <laughs> I don't get it. But anyway, moving on. Now he's siding with the Maricopa County again against conservative plaintiffs. Plaintiffs. Okay, the order to sanction Lake and Fincham argues that, quote, plaintiffs made false, misleading and unsupported factual assertions in their FAC and MPI and that their claims for relief did not have an adequate factual or legal basis grounded in reasonable pre-filing inquiry in the violation of the rules. Do you know how bad that I want to fly off the handle right now and say words that I'm not allowed to say under God and to you? I am so incredibly upset over this specific Quote that I just read you, because the funny thing is, is that this idiot, this moron, this illegitimate judge, this Obama lackey, okay, who's probably a trans behind closed doors. He says the same thing that every mainstream media says uh, when you go on their show. You just don't have any evidence. Let me ask you this. How is tens of thousands of video testimonies from people who weren't allowed to vote that day on the day that they weren't allowed to vote, they made the video testimony and they went and made a complaint themselves? How's that not, how's that not um, factual evidence, proof? Let me ask you this. How is 2,000 mules not proof? Because somebody could say, well, you just don't have proof. And I would say 2,000 mules. And they say, well, that was debunked. How is that debunked? How is that debunked? How is it debunked that my eyes that God gave me that I think see the same thing that your all, all of your eyes see to some degree anyway, saw people stuffing tens of, uh, of ballots in ballot boxes. That alone is illegal. That is illegal. Illegal. Do I have to have those words go above my head and go illegal? That is evidence. Do you want to know what else is evidence? Here's more evidence. The fact that State legislature, uh, state legislature, state, state legislative bodies are the only ones who are allowed to, by the Constitution, make, amend, or, or change, or in any way force election laws. Guess who's not allowed to do that in a state? A judge. Guess who's not allowed to do that? A governor. Guess who else is not allowed to do that? The Secretary of State. No, the Secretary of State is only supposed to oversee the law that the state legislative body gives them that they created in the first place. What happened in Pennsylvania during the 2020 election? What happened in Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, New Mexico? What happened in Nevada? What happened in Wisconsin? I'll tell you what happened. All of that, all of those people that I just told you have zero authority or zero power to change election laws or how long they count ballots through the mail-in ballots and the drop boxes and everything else, they don't have the power to do that. That's breaking the law. How is this that hard to figure out? You can say, you can say that, I, that it's raining all you want, but really, I'm just sitting there urinating on your leg. See what I'm saying? Proof. 
There's got to be a standard here in which something is real or something is not. Proof. So anyway, I talked about the county that finally certified Cochise County actually decided to certify their election, ladies and gentlemen. They actually decided to certify their election under duress and under threats of jail time from Katie Hobbs and Hillary Clinton attorney Mark Elias. They caved. Do you know who didn't cave? I don't think really had a choice to cave, but the January 6th prisoners, they're not caving. Do you know who else didn't cave? Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips, they didn't cave. Guess what happened? They stayed in jail for a few days and they got out. Not the J6 prisoners. We're going to get to them in the end of the show. Trump made some promises yesterday about them and we're going to play that. But what I'm talking about is Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht. They took a stand. They didn't cave. Guess what? They spent a few days in jail and guess what? They're going to have a lawsuit where they're probably going to get rich beyond their wildest dreams because of it. You've got to be able to stand your ground. But I get it. I get it. The Cochise County Board of Supervisors voted 2-0 to zero to certify the corrupt 2022 midterm elections in Arizona after a state judge ordered them to do so, claiming that they would violate the law if certification did not occur. How would it be violating the law? A judge does not have dominion over a county's um, way that they certify elections, okay? And if the county sees that there's problems, it is their job, duty, and responsibility to not certify. So these people are just using their power to force people to do things. Where is a America? Where's the backbone? Where are the people that are going to stand up and say, you know what? Take this and shove it right up here. You know what? We're not doing anything. Put us in jail. Holla. Where's that? Where is that? Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely unbelievable and ridiculous and ridiculous. Somewhere, Somewhere along the lines, the, bu- the bubble has to burst. And I want to be there when it does. I don't care what state it's in. I want to be there when that actual bubble bursts. I want to be on the front lines. I want to be the one going in first, the bullet stopper. That's where I want to be. Because I want to see the look on these people's faces personally when we are, when I'm, when we are the first line of offense to take them down. I want to be there to see the look on their disgusting, loser, corrupt faces, ladies and gentlemen. That's where I want to be. All right, this is a time for you to take a drink of your field of greens or take a drink of your coffee because we're going to go to one of our sponsors. We're going to take a, take a quick breather here and we're going to, hey, no pun intended with the EnviroCleanse, right? Let's take a quick breather with EnviroCleanse. What a great segue. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the EnviroCleanse unit is changing everybody's life. Anybody who has received this EnviroCleanse unit in this chat thread right now, We'll tell you the difference that it's made. And I can tell you when we do not turn it on in our home, like say we turn it off and we forget to turn it back on for a day, I don't have to come in and hear whether it's on or off. I can walk through those doors and know immediately the first breath that I take, whether that EnviroCleanse unit has been on or not. That is how much this thing makes a difference. And I can tell you if you want to see the visual difference, all you have to do is run this thing in your house during the summertime and never dust ever again. If you want a, a, uh, another sense of, a sense of smell, if you have any pets in your home, give this thing a week in your home and you'll never smell those pets ever again, especially when they come, out from the, come in from the rain smelling like wet dog. But if you want a, um, a physical feeling of how different it is, all you have to do is put it in any room that you sleep in and watch the difference. If you snore, 
This should help take that away. Pretty good. It's going to open up your airwaves. It's going to uh, filter out all that nastiness that's in the air that you breathe. And it truly is the best unit that I've ever, ever seen in my lifetime. EnviroCleanse.com, ladies and gentlemen. Use the promo code LFA. Get yourself a nice little discount. And uh, they'll do, they're very nice people. They'll do anything for you. And they're a proud sponsor of the show in a time where a lot of people just don't have the money to donate. Okay, we are a 65 right now, probably a 68% um, viewer funded show. So that's how incredibly important we rely on your monthly donations. But for the rest, people like EnviroCleanse, Field of Greens, they're helping out pretty good. So uh, let's move from Arizona and let's go to Georgia because there's a lot going on in Georgia. And I want to thank my friend Melanie, Colli- uh, Mel- Melanie for sending me uh, some info on Georgia. But before we get to that story, we have to cover... Failed candidate and election denier, Stacey Abrams, now that she has failed to run for governor or any elected a seat many, 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 many times, she is now pushing for a position at the Federal Communications Commission. Do you realize how much more dangerous that is than a governor of a state? Ladies and gentlemen, Stacey Abrams, working in a federal capacity, Working at the FCC is far more dangerous than Stacey Abrams working as a governor. And even far more dangerous to a corn cob (laughs) than Stacey Abrams eating a corn cob. Anyway, Stacey Abrams has now run for governor twice and lost, like Hillary running for Uh, president twice and losing and she can't necessarily just run for office again because she has zero political capital instead she's apparently pushing for a job at the fcc it's not clear what qualifies her for such a position but it probably doesn't even really matter democrats like stacey abrams tend to fail up like obama or like biden falls upstairs okay Twice failed a Georgia Democrat gubernatorial candidate, Stacey Abrams, is now working with the Biden administration to lobby for a job with them. FCC nominee Gigi Sohn's confirmations vote has been put on the back burner as Senate Democrats' one-member majority has struggled to find a way to confirm her. Senator Maria Cantwell, a Democrat from Washington, the chairman of the Senate Commerce Committee, said that she will push to renominate Sohn a radical progressive on technology issues if Congress's upper chamber cannot confirm her this congressional session. Conservatives have slammed Sohn for her threatening, uh, her threatening to use the federal government to silence conservatives. What do you think Stacey Abrams would do if she got there? What do you think she would do? Ladies and gentlemen, these people become rich because they're corrupt. Once they become rich in corruption in politics... They never leave politics. They don't necessarily have to have an elected position to make a difference in a bad way. They don't necessarily have to have somebody elect them to destroy this country. Because all they have to do is rely on the people that did get elected and stole elections to put them someplace. Place them somewhere as a high-level bureaucrat. And once they're in these high-level positions like the FCC, which is in control of all communications, phone, ham radio, uh, internet, what I'm doing right now. What do you think Stacey Abrams would do to the FCC? What do you think her job at the FCC would do to America? Okay? She would destroy that thing like a buffet. 
okay? Stacey Abrams doesn't go to a buffet and go through it and get what she wants and then goes back and sits down. Stacey Abrams grabs a chair and sets it up at the buffet and just moves her chair down when she finishes one uh, meal to the next. That's how much of a, uh, of a, well, you know what? We'll just leave it right there. I'm not going to say anything else. You get what I'm saying. These people can't get real jobs in the private sector. They have no ability to do so. They have zero skill. The only skill that they were ever taught is how to make other people feel like they are oppressed, how to make other people feel like they are a victim. Meanwhile, this hog struts around on all four hoofs, snorting and hemming and hawing and screaming at everybody to do something that she doesn't even know how to do to herself. Oink, oink, Stacey Abrams. Do we have anything that resembles anything to do with Stacey Abrams as a soundbite here? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Here it is right here. Hey, Stacey Abrams, thanks for checking in. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. (laughs) Still a piece of garbage. Ladies and gentlemen, if you did not catch my morning podcast, Rise Up, there it is right there. It is the first show of this morning. It is titled 9 a.m. Special Morning Devotional Rise Up. Definitely going to want to go and check that out. Meanwhile, if you've not rumbled this video, please do so. If you've not shared this video, uh, please do so. Staying in Georgia, because there's a lot of corruption there. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the most, uh, most sought-after segments here on Live from America happens to be a segment that we call rhino hunting. And when we go rhino hunting, ladies and gentlemen, we must gear up for rhino hunting. So let me do that now. Let me remove myself. Let me remove my hat. Let me put on my rhino hunting gear. Let me grab my rhino hunting gun. And ladies and gentlemen, cue that rhino hunting segment. Hey, rhinos, yoo-hoo, we'll make you famous. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is called the Rhino Hunting Segment. If you are new to this show, yes, I do look like Jack Black. Where's my little, uh, there he is. <laughs> there he is right there. That's me, ladies and gentlemen. That is me, Rhino Hunting. That is a little me. And uh, where is, there, here is me. Here is Mean Gene Kareen Pierre, just so you know. These are my little toys. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go rhino hunting as stuff is falling all over the place. And we got to stay right there in Georgia as your lieutenant governor by the name of Governor, Lieutenant Governor Duncan. He is such a loser. He is such a rhino, ladies and gentlemen. This is what he did. And then this is what he said. Okay. Georgia Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, a Republican said Wednesday on CNN, that's all you really got to know, on Anderson Pooper 360, that after waiting in line for an hour to vote on Saturday's special runoff election early voting, after standing in line for an hour, he declined to vote for any of them because they're both bad. He said, neither Senate candidate made sense to me, so I decided not to vote at all. After I waited in line for an hour. What an absolute loser. 
What an absolute scumbag and what an absolute terrible message to use uh, to, to get out there ahead of the midterm or the runoff election to dissuade Republicans from re- voting at all. I'm ladies a and gentlemen. loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. All right, let's break into more of the story. Duncan said, well, there's a serious imbalance of energy right now. The Warnock campaign seems to be gaining uh, steam and momentum. And every time you turn on the TV, there's another ad running. It's not necessarily the Walker side. I think you mentioned there was a brief five-day period where he was absent from the campaign trail. The ads don't seem to be as numerous, and there does not feel to be like there's a ton of energy. This came down to the suburbs. Can he convince the 200,000 people that voted for Brian Kemp but voted for Raphael Warnock in the general to show up and click on his name? And it doesn't feel like that's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, anybody who voted for Brian Kemp and then voted for Raphael Warnock is one in the same. They are a loser, okay? Because uh, Brian Kemp is a loser himself. He continued to say, I showed up to vote this morning. I was one of those folks who got in line and spent an hour waiting. It was the most disappointing ballot I've ever stared at. So that means that this moron got, he waited for an hour, okay? This is how much of a loser this guy is. He waited for an hour. He finally got up to the ballot booth. He got his ballot. He decided to go into the little, uh, the little private ballot area. He pulled the curtain back and he said, this was one of the most disappointing ballots I've ever looked at. As I stared at it, I said, wow, this is disappointing. And I had two candidates that I just could not find anything that made sense for me to put my vote behind. So I decided after waiting for an hour, like a moron, I walked out of the ballot box, not voting for either one of them. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, not only uh, a rhino, but an absolute numb nuts dummy. I'm going to spend an hour waiting in line to vote for nobody. I guess I didn't know who the candidates were before I got there. I just, oh, who are these guys? I guess neither of them look good to me. What an idiot. What an idiot. This was an entire thing for him to do to go on CNN, discourage other Republicans from, from voting, and, uh, and, and to throw kind of like a, a, a stick in the spokes of the bicycle. You know what I'm saying? So here's what I'll add, ask for you to do. Everybody today, call Lieutenant Governor, what is this loser's name again? What's his name again? Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. Everybody call his office by the thousands whether you are in that state or whether you're not in that state. And let him know in the most Christian way possible, I guess, how much of a loser he really is. Again, his name is Georgia Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. He is a Republican. Can we, Eli, can you look that number up for me, please? We're going to get the LFA producer to get that number so you guys don't have to go look for it, ladies and gentlemen, because what an absolute crock of crap it is for this guy to have done that. What an absolute crock of crap for this guy to have done that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, another thing is my complaint here is this. Why on planet Earth is Herschel Walker, if he wants to win, why is he chumming up with the likes of Lindsey Graham and Sean Hannity? You know, Jeff Duncan might be a lot of things, but he was not wrong when he said, I just don't see a lot of energy there. Because I think he's right there. There's not a lot of energy there. Is there enough energy to win? I don't know. I don't live in Georgia. I can tell you what Melanie tells me. I can tell you what uh, Candace Taylor tells me. 
about what's going on in Georgia. But I don't see a lot of energy there. And I think the reason why there's not a lot of energy there is going to come from this next clip that I'm about to show you right here, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead and play the video. We don't got any sound? Oh, there. Okay, here we go. Crowd behind you guys. Uh, you can tell the crowd I said hi, Lindsay. Tell them I say hello. <laughs> Sean said hello. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. You know what, Herschel, the turnout apparently is through the roof in this runoff election, which is fairly unprecedented. Why do you think it's so high, number one? Number two, uh, I read that you believe that that high turnout is going to favor you. Tell me why. Well, I think the high turnout is going to favor me, and it's high because people want to have their voices heard, they want to have their vote counted. And right now, people are getting engaged in what's happening around the country and also in the state of Georgia. I think they see Raphael went up for who he is. You can tell that they're getting nervous because they got Obama here again. So he's bringing in his celebrities, but his celebrities comes in because that's where his money comes from. So that's why I encourage everybody all the time to go to teamherschel.com because they're not going to buy this seat. Everyone's needed. Now, I encourage everybody to do that as well, but not because you saw. Doesn't Lindsey Graham look like a like a puppet, like a ventriloquist puppet sitting there? <laughs> I'm getting my clout. I'm getting everything that I need. Sean Hannity. I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're backed by Donald, Donald J. Trump, guess who should be there? People that uh, are MAGA. Matt Gates should be there. You know what I mean? Andy Biggs should be there. Donald Trump should be there. Why are we giving this Senate seat up for grabs and we're our only faith and trust is in people like Lindsey Graham and Sean Hannity. Are you kidding me? The establishment like poster child children for their GOP, Lindsey Graham and Sean Hannity. And this is the best we can do. Is this really the best we can do to muster up some kind of energy behind Herschel Walker? I think Herschel Walker's great. I think he wants to do it for the right reason. And I'm glad he was endorsed by President Trump. But why are we putting our value in Lindsey Graham? He's the biggest loser in the Republican Party, right next to Mom Jeans Mitt Romney and Ronna McDumb, you know what? I don't get it. I don't get it. I want Herschel to win. I don't want to dissuade anybody from voting. I'm just giving you my personal opinion on this because I can do that. If you want to win a Senate seat and it's a runoff election and we have 50 to 49 and it could be 51 to 40, uh, 51 to 49, if we don't get our act together, then why in the H-E double hockey sticks are we putting it on Lindsey Graham and Sean Hannity? How stupid, how incredibly stupid is that? Where's people like Carrie Lake, Ron DeSantis, uh, Matt Gates? you know what I mean? Andy Biggs, Chip Roy. Where are powerhouses like that? If you want to get the base riled up, you get people who people that the base respects. You think the base respects Sean Hannity and Lindsey Graham? Yeah, Sean Hannity might have a lot of viewers still, but that's only because of uh, repetition. That's only because Sean Hannity's been a part of people's lives forever. He's not gaining viewers, he's losing viewers because people are waking up. But I'll tell you what you don't do. You don't put all of your eggs in the basket of Sean Hannity and Lindsey Graham if you want to win a runoff election. Period. I, I just... Can we put up that rumble chat? Let's put up that rumble chat. Let's see what the people in the rumble chat are actually saying because that's all that matters. These people are in the know, ladies and gentlemen. The rumble chat people are in the know. So let's, uh, 
Let's go ahead and pull that Rumble chat back up. Sorry, it's taking a second here. We had it, uh, we had it off, off, uh, off the screen. Here we go. There it is. We need MAGA help. Amen. Because the rest don't want to help him, said Sandy. Matt Gates said Kevin McCarthy had dinner with Hunter Biden. He did. He did. He did. And Nancy Pelosi. Unbelievable. Jeremy, I want Herschel to win too, but I don't think he's a good candidate from the start. No, I, I agree to the point there. I agree. Donate directly to Herschel. Amen. Not the RNC. Not the RNC. We're giving this country to the Democratic. The Republicans all suck. Yes, amen. Amen. No Trump, no MTG, no rally for Herschel. I know, I don't get it. I don't understand that. Why don't you go there, Jeremy, and do what? And do what? What would I do? How would I do any better there than I would do right from here? That's not my home state. I don't know any, you know, I don't know thousands of people in Georgia. I wouldn't be able to push him over the top. I, I mean, if he wanted me to, I'd be down there in a second. But he's never asked me. He hasn't even come on the show when we've asked him. So I, we're, MAGA is trying to do what MAGA can do. But if they're not going to let us, then they're not going to let us. Period. It's that simple. It's that simple. Cannot trust Graham. No, we can't. No, we can't. You're right. You're right. And I'm just reading the comment. I gave Lindsay a donating years ago, and I want a refund. Amen. Ask Jeremy Harrell or Steve Bannon viewers who you need to associate with to win. MTG is from GA. She should be there. Yes, I agree. She should stop saying I support Kevin McCarthy and get her butt over there and help Herschel. I agree 100%. Look, folks, I don't beat around the bush when it comes to this stuff. I don't care who's my friend, who's not my friend. I don't care who's, who, who, I, uh, who I've had on the show or who I, don't have on, who I haven't had on the show. You're never going to get a different Jeremy than you get right now. You're never going to get a different Jeremy than you've, always, than you've always gotten before. As a matter of fact, you might get a better one you know, as I get closer to Christ, but you're never going to get it different from me. It's going to be straight from the hip, cut to the chase. And I'm never going to be on Fox News, even if they offered me money. I would never do it. You got to have some kind of integrity here, folks. You got to. If you don't, what are you? You're nothing if you don't have integrity. I can tell you that. Let's go to a quick sponsor real quick, ladies and gentlemen, COVID Tax Relief. COVIDtaxrelief.org. Donnie, uh, Patriot Donnie has already received his $26,000 check from this. Other LFA family members who have businesses have received their checks. I know some guy who got 50, I think he got like 50 something, 54,000 because he got an extra couple thousand. And I know another business who's got 200 employees that received in the millions. Ladies and gentlemen, it's real. The government is not going to uh, in any way... um, tell you what you can and can't spend this money on. The money has already been passed. All you have to do is meet the criteria. And that criteria is this. And it's just this. If you had a business that you kept W2 employees during the COVID pandemic, or if that business was made to shut down because you were deemed non-essential, if you had a church that you kept W2 employees or you were forced to shut it down, or if you had a 501c3 that had W2 employees and you were forced to shut it down, you are eligible for up to $26,000 per employee. And maybe more if you could prove that the supply chain actually screwed you up even more. So all you have to do, if you have a business or any of those others or you have friends, just go to covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. Sign up now. They'll talk to you. They'll get all the information that they need and you'll be well on your way. It's quick, easy, and painless, ladies and gentlemen. Quick, easy, and painless. Amber Wolf says she loves that I don't sugarcoat anything. Sarah says you have to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Hannity and Graham are losers, says PA Cat Lady. We all know it. 
How is COVID tax relief a sponsor? I don't get that. They're not really a sponsor, ladies. I mean, they are, uh, but they're people that um, people that I know that I know from before. I said, let's get you as a sponsor on the show because other people I knew were doing this, and I said, there's a ton of there's 500 business owners on the. America's strong business page. These guys are just accountants. These guys are just people that have their own business and they're helping people get this money that's to them. And I said, let's bring you on. So they gave a small little amount of money to help sponsor the show and we help people to get them this money. That's how that worked. Ask me any question, I'll tell you. Straight from the hip. We don't hide nothing here on LFA TV. This is the People's Network. All right. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going we're gonna to go past a couple of these here. Uh, we're going to go through them real quick. Uh, international blood banks are seeking pure blood. Why? Why? International blood banks, ladies and gentlemen, are seeking pure bloods. The demand for pure blood, that means without being covid uh, vaxxed, in 16 countries is skyrocketing. Why? Unvaccinated patients who require transfusions can now access pure blood thanks to a new service called Safe Blood Donations. Safe Blood Donation, which currently has members in at least 16 countries, has the long-term goal of opening blood banks that provide its members with unvaccinated plasma. According to George Della Petra, the demand for pure blood has skyrocketed globally. A peer-reviewed study in Italy found that 94% of the people who experienced side effects after receiving the mRNA vaccine had abnormal blood and contained foreign matter one month after the vaccination. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Did I I just read that correctly? 94% of the people who experienced side effects after receiving the vaccine had abnormal blood and contained foreign matter one month after vaccination. The surgeons believe that the vaccine makers should provide an explanation as to what is within the shots and why those components are present. And in doing so, the demand for pure blood is skyrocketing. That means that if you held off for whatever reason, I know some couldn't, and I get that. But if you are the one of the people that held off from getting vaccinated, your blood is worth its weight in gold. Ladies and gentlemen, pure blood stand up. Stand up, ladies and gentlemen. Pure blood, stand up and unite. We knew this day was coming. We knew it was coming. So maybe if this Biden uh, administration gets even worse and the economy gets even worse, maybe you can go sell some blood and pay your mortgage. Maybe that's what we'll have to do. Maybe we'll have to sell our pure blood just to pay the bills. We only have 1,130 rumbles. That's it. We should have 1,500 rumbles by now. How many of you have not liked this video? Here's a better question. How many of you don't even have profiles in order to like this video? That's the real question. And that means you're not helping the show. We need you to help the show, folks. We're at a time now where it's all hands on decks. It's just that simple. All right. We're going to get to the last few parts of the show. One of the things was covering Hunter Biden being with his daddy a lot lately. And they're talking about that billionaire state dinner. Well, guess who was at that billionaire state dinner? Kevin McCarthy was at that billionaire state dinner. Nancy Pelosi was at that billionaire state dinner. But Hunter Biden has been around his dad an awful lot lately. Have you noticed that? 
Have you guys all noticed how much Hunter Biden's been around his dad lately? Hunter Biden has been around his dad so much lately because the walls are closing in on him and they've got to keep him as close to, to the president as possible because if, the, if anything is, uh, if, you're, if you are in any way sh- um, able to get near the person that you are safest Two, it would be the president of the United States of America. So everybody's wondering why Hunter Biden is everywhere with his daddy lately. It's because the walls are closing in on him. They know that they're about ready to open up these massive investigations on him, and they got to keep him as close to the president as possible so that Secret Service and these losers can protect this scumbag pedophile. That is why you're seeing Hunter Biden so close to daddy lately. And just look, every time you see Joe Biden, Hunter Biden's bald crackhead butt is following him somewhere in that view of that camera. You can bet that. Now, moving on, Trump has picked up early endorsements from Republican lawmakers and other political figures as he makes his run towards president in 2024, okay? House GOP Conference Chair Elise Stefanik was one of the first ones to endorse the president. Representative Mary Miller of Illinois, Matt Gates of Florida, Troy Nels of Texas, Ronnie Jackson of Texas, Paul Gosar of Arizona, Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, Clay Higgins of Louisiana, Texas Attorney General uh, Ken Paxton, Texas Agriculture Commission, Agricultural Commissioner Sid Miller and GOP Representative-elect Wesley Hunt of Texas have all endorsed President Trump for president. And I'm going to tell you why everybody should endorse President Trump for president. And it's going to go right back to what I said about DeSantis the other day, yesterday. I love DeSantis probably just as much as everybody, even people who live in Florida. But one thing that Ron DeSantis, a future president hopeful, has not remarked on and has not said anything about is the unfair treatment of the January 6th political prisoners. Ladies and gentlemen, President Trump delivered a very special message yesterday to the political prisoners in the D.C. Gulag, and this is why this man will become president. But I want you to pay attention to what he says at the end. Check it out, folks. People have been treated unconstitutionally, in my opinion, and very, very unfairly, and we're going to get to the bottom of it And you know what I've said, I take it very seriously. I have never seen anything like it at all levels. It's the weaponization of the Department of Justice and we can't let this happen in our country because our country is going not socialist. They've skipped over that. They skipped over socialism. Our country is going communist. This is what happens and we can't let it happen. We have to stop it. So I want to thank everybody for working so hard. I know how hard you're working to get justice for people that are imprisoned right now and people that are being tormented. We can't let it happen. We're going to stop it. We're going to win. Thank you all very much. Right there. We're going to stop it and we're going to win. We skipped over socialism and we went full communism, says President Trump. He actually cares. And until Ron DeSantis, whom again, I love, until he comes out, and says, I am not running for president in 2024, then he is running for president in 2024, especially since the Florida legislation is geared up to make a a law change in which allows him to run while he's governor. And again, he has not come out, not one time that I know of, and if I'm wrong, please give me the video, where he has said something about the unfair treatment of the people in the January 6th gulag. President Trump does, hence President Trump is the man of the people. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Crispy is coming up next. If you can, please stay and watch because he's got a fire show 
ready for you. As always, ladies and gentlemen, he does not mess around and he does not mince words either. And I will ask you to give him the same love that you give for me right here on Live from America. That means all the shares, all the views, all the rumbles that you give here, please give to him and Anna too. We're going into the weekend and we need you guys to help us finish out strong. Remember, Go to JeremyHarrell.com. We have new coffee there. And by this weekend, we're going to have four new items up for Christmas. Get them and get them fast because they're all going to be limited. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love each and every one of you. Remember to go back and watch the morning 9 a.m. show and uh, have a great weekend. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you all. Peace.